the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. to the Dennis Prager Show. This is Carl Jackson sitting in for Dennis Prager. Thank you for joining us today. You know, the left hates the Constitution because it gives the people power over politicians. Conservatives loves the Constitution because it does the opposite. I remember growing up in Los Angeles, California. And I attended a school, Lugo Elementary, in Linwood, California. I'm a Christian conservative American that happens to be black. And I remember my principal, a black man, Dr. Logan, tall black guy. He would drive up to our elementary school in his Mercedes Benz. We had a vice principal, Mrs. Coffee, black woman. She would drive up in her nice car. This was the mid-80s. Early and mid-80s. They ran the school. They did well. They would look at us as a school primarily of black and Latino minorities. And they would tell us that we could be somebody. They would tell us that we could be somebody. They said, you know what? You may have to work a little harder in America because of the color of your skin. But you're going to work hard and you're going to achieve this American dream. This dream is for all of us. And you can get there. Just like we did. That was the mid-80s. Today, if you listen to Benjamin, I can't wait for the next Negro to get killed so I can collect the paycheck crump. If you listen to Jesse jack them for their wallets, Jackson. If you listen to Stacy wannabe governor of Georgia, Abrams. If you listen to Big Perm, Al Sharpton, you would think that this dream isn't true anymore. I'm going to ask you guys a question. I got several things that I want to talk about today. I'm going to talk about, no one puts it this way, but I'm going to put it this way. What we see on the border is a catastrophe, but it's something else. 
It's the new American slave trade. It's the slave trade that Democrats claim they don't want. It's the it's funny. It's it's funny how we've come full circle. The party of the KKK, the party of slavery is now implementing a new slave trade on the border. This isn't about American dream. That isn't an American dream that you see on the border. And some of you have the audacity to play a part in that slave trade under the guise of compassion. I'm going to challenge you today. You're not compassionate. You're not compassionate. You're telling me that America is systemically racist where black people can't get ahead. Mom and dad, I want, I want you to do something. I want you to look your little black boy or little black girl in the face. I want you to grab them by their cheeks. And I want you to tell them. I want you to tell them. Actually, let me take that back. I dare you to tell them. You can't do anything because of your skin color. If you're dumb enough to tell your child that, you are a horrible parent. Likewise, mom and dad, you white liberals out there, if you are dumb enough to grab your child by the face and tell them you are inherently evil because of the color of your skin, you are a horrible parent. I'm just going to call it like it is. You know, I listen to Dennis Prager some daily. I read his columns often. He is an intellect. I I call him the, he's kind of the grandfather of the conservative movement, I feel like, right now. I love his writings. I love his PragerU videos. I'm a little different. I believe many of the same things, but I'm a little more ghetto fabulous. I'm going to just give it to you real. I, I, I can't take what I see going on. I'm going to I'll get into the Derek Chauvin thing. Derek Chauvin should walk, but he won't. I'm sure you guys haven't heard of the name Tony Tempa, but I'm going to encourage, especially you liberals, to look up that name. And I'll get back to that later. But I really do want you to understand what's going on on the border. What's going on on the border is nothing more than a slave trade. It is nothing more than a slave trade. I'm going to tie all of this stuff together. I don't care if you're talking about the $15 minimum wage. I don't care if you're talking about Biden's Biden's spending bill, his stimulus. This this isn't a stimulus bill. You know, I, I didn't, I never believed my entire life. I never believed in the concept of a hate crime. I didn't. Until critical race theory really boomed where these liberal elitists on these college campuses have flipped the, it's no longer a struggle. It's no longer a conflict between the lower class and the bougie class or the elites. Now the struggle is if you're, if you're white, you're automatically racist. And then, then there's everything else. And it's this constant struggle. And the reason why the left does that is because they don't have solutions to make your life better. The left is powerful. The Democratic power, uh, Party is powerful only when you're a victim. That's the only way they can have power over you, 
is when you're a victim. But if you rise to the occasion, then you defeat them every single time. The American dream. You know, I got, I, I'll just be real with you guys. This is, I'm chasing my American dream. I, I, I wish I could say that I did radio for a living. I'm a local host right here in Orlando Salem Radio Network. I don't, I don't make a living doing radio. This is my fight. I got a big mouth and I love talking about freedom. And I love doing it from the perspective of a black conservative. You know the difference between a black conservative and a black liberal? Oh, some of you out there are saying, oh, the black conservatives are sellouts. No, no, we're consumed with freedom. That's the difference. Black conservatives are consumed with freedom. The same way that these race baiting punks find racism under every single rock that they flip over. I look for freedom. I look for freedom. Our founding fathers... weren't perfect men, but they built an exceptional system. You don't believe me? Have you ever heard of the Guatemalan dream? What about the, uh, excuse me. What about the Honduras dream? Ever heard of the Mexican dream? The Spaniard dream? The African dream, the Kenyan dream, the Nigerian dream, the Saudi Arabian dream. This is the best country God has ever given man. It's not even close. And we have a dementia despot in the White House that is trying to flip that around. What we're witnessing is the battle between good and evil. The battle between liberty and tyranny. And some of you guys have been duped and you've bought into it. You've bought into this lie that whites are automatically racist. You bought into this lie because the color of your skin, you can't get anywhere. Let me tell you something. Martin Luther King had a dream. He accomplished that dream. And the left continues to spit on that. How dare they? How dare they? Mom and dad, close your kids' ears real quick. Would you pay money to have your kids sent across the border and molested? The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. 
but it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. Live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. You know, there's a such thing as misplaced compassion. Again, this is Carl Jackson filling in uh, for the one, the only, Dennis Prager. And it is such an honor and a privilege to do so. And before I forget, let me just take the time to thank both Mr. and Mrs. Prager for the opportunity. Alan Estrin and, of course, Sean in my ear that helps guide me throughout the show. I appreciate every single uh, one of you. Um, it's uh, it's so amazing. Racism Racism exists or is so prevalent in in uh, America that a nationally syndicated host by the name of Dennis Prager uh, visits a black man that's nobody, a peon, uh, visits my show and says, you know what, I want you to fill in for me. That's how that's how racist America is. It's a freaking joke. I'm so sick of this stuff. It gets me mad. I, re- I really, you know, Sean, I can be a funny guy sometimes, but <laughs> this stuff makes me so mad. And it makes me so mad that people buy into it, especially uh, my own community. So there's so many things, again, that I'd like to talk about. But I want to preface it with this. Actually, um, my wife reminded me of this scripture uh, this morning because we, what we see or what we have in America is a lot of misplaced compassion. I do think there's a lot of good people out there that are Democrats or liberals, not necessarily leftists, that uh, that really have you know great intentions, good intentions when it comes to the slave trade happening on the border. You know, but the human heart, Jeremiah seventeen nine says, the human heart is the most deceitful of all things, and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? That's the New Living Translation. But I want you, mom and dad, to, to, to picture. I want you, seriously, I want you guys to, to, to answer this question. The problem is we have it so good in America. We have to invent grievances. That's what Stacey Abrams does in Georgia. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna clear up the Georgia election stuff because now they're talking about boycotts from sports teams, Coca Cola. I, you know what? Okay. Adios, sports. Adios. I'm a big sports fan. I love sports. I, forget it. I'm not participating anymore, and I challenge you to do the same. We don't need them, actually. They need us. We can go form our little sports leagues where boys can play against boys and girls can play against girls. <gasps> Did I say something crazy? Yeah, we can We can do that. How about we do that instead? How about we go watch our kids instead, instead of these overpaid morons that are these little social justice warriors that are contributing to the slave labor and the murder of Muslims, Uyghur Muslims in China. How about we watch our kids instead? I'd rather do that. I'd rather pay money there. I'd rather pay money there. But I want to ask you, parents, all of you compassionate liberals, all you compassionate Democrats, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Would you pay a stranger in hopes of a better future for your child money to take them across a border, to take them to a distant land, a foreign land, knowing your child is going to be molested, raped, worse? What about you? Would, what about your sons? Would you pay them knowing that they're going to go to a life where possibly, more than likely, unless they do it the legal way, 
they're going to be subject to a life of servitude, hard labor, so on, etc. That's compassion. I think we're the only industrialized nation dumb enough in the world to not completely seal our borders. Yet we get called out for it, despite the fact that we are the most generous nation when it comes to legal immigration. So I'll get into the numbers later, later in the show. But I'm sick and tired of saying that we're not compassionate because we want our borders closed. You doggone right I want the borders closed. You are doggone right. I don't want to see little girls raped and tortured and molested. You doggone right. I don't want to see drug drug traffickers, sex traffickers, and human traffickers take advantage of children. You doggone right. I don't want to see another victim of MS-13 on the streets of Chicago, Los Angeles, or wherever the heck else. See, I, I believe that I'm more compassionate than you because I'm willing to see the entire picture. But you have it so good in America. We, that's the problem. We have it so good in America that we just have to look for stuff. And that's exactly what the left wants us to do. That's what critical race theory is about. They just want us to look for stuff. Stacey Abrams wants to pretend like the elections in Georgia are systemically racist. It's Jim Crow 2.0. How sick is that? I mean, seriously, do we understand what Jim Crow is? Does Stacey Abrams, this is a woman that is an attorney with a college degree. Do you understand what we're seeing? Do you understand what we're watching in front of our face? These people think we are morons. I could go on forever. Let me go ahead and go to the lines early because I got a lot to say. Uh, so we'll go ahead. Let's go to uh, let's go to Eric. Eric, you've got the mic. Eric, go ahead. Eric, are you there? Going once, going twice. Okay, let's go to Tom. Okay, let's go to Tom. Tom, you've got the mic. Are you there? I certainly am, Mr. Jackson. It is an extreme delight for me to have the honor to speak to you again. Uh, You know, of all the substitute hosts, and what I'm about to say, I'm not blowing sunshine, as my son would say. It's the God's gospel truth. You are the only substitute host that I enjoy as much as Dennis Prager. And I wow. really mean that. Wow. I really, I, I mean. A brief bit of humor before I get serious, Carl. Yeah, absolutely. But make it quick, please, Tom. And I really do appreciate that. That is a high honor uh, and a high compliment. I don't. <laughs> Uh, Dennis Prager is amazing, so I, I appreciate the compliment. We, we've we only got a minute, Tom, so i got to get you to make it quick. Okay, well, then I'll skip the little joke and get right to it. Okay. What I'm about to say, I never thought I would until recently. The Democratic Party has become so left-wing, so Marxist, and as the great Paul Kinger writes, Karl Marx was a devil worshiper, and therefore the Democrat Party is in bed with the devil the master deceiver. You see it in the cancel culture. You see it in Antifa. You see it in not Black Lives Matter statement, but the organization. You see it in this vile Marxist critical race theory. 
And if we don't wake up and if we don't follow probably our greatest hero ever that set this country straight in 1960s, Martin Luther King, if we don't get back to God and love each other and get rid of this vile deceit and hatred sown by Satan, we are doomed. And it will be the worst tragedy in human history for the best country ever, ever conceived under God and under God's good grace. To see that go down would be the most disastrous catastrophe ever. Let's all pray to God that he saved this Tom, nation. Thanks. Tom, thank you for the call. I really appreciate the compliment, and I appreciate your words. This is Carl Jackson sitting in for Dennis Prager. We'll be back in a few. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the... Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. This is Carl Jackson sitting in for Dennis Prager. I want to encourage every single one of you to read Dennis Prager's latest column. Um, I mean, I I love reading his stuff weekly, Um, and uh, the name of it is The American Civil War is over Judeo-Christian values. And I just want you to read that. Soak it in. When you get some time, if you haven't read it, make sure you go to DennisPrager.com. Make sure you donate to PragerU to keep these guys working. And, I mean, honestly, they are spreading spreading hope, spreading freedom, uh, fighting for our Judeo-Christian heritage, and I appreciate everything they do. But I really believe that his latest article encapsulates what's really happening in America. It really is a civil war when it comes to Judeo-Christian values. I mean, what do you think the left is trying to do? They're trying to make us dependent on government rather than God. They're trying to see help. They want us to see them as God or, you know, it, rather than God himself. It's pretty crazy. One of the things that I really want to clear up before I get into the slave trade that is occurring on Joe Biden's watch, the illegal slave trade uh, that some of you are feeling compassion for, but you should be ashamed of yourself for being willing because we don't see we don't get to see we get, you know, CNN and MSNBC lying about what's happening on the border, covering up for the uh, for the man in the White House that happens to be in the early stages of dementia, in my opinion. So that's we, we, we get the fluff, but the real stuff happens on the other side. See, the slave trade is between the drug cartels, the human traffickers and the left. The left wants a perpetual, permanent underclass, and they're using and they're willing to use anyone that will come across that border illegally to do so. You think they want them to have the American dream? They don't want them to have the American dream. They're trying to raise. They're, they're they're trying to raise up people that'll be dependent upon them. They want the they want that lower class, and in, and in a sense, they want revolutionaries. They want to they want to continue to tell white people you're systemically racist, you're inherently racist. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, and if you buy into that nonsense, especially if you're a person of faith, a Catholic, Christian, Jew, I mean, I, I I'm sorry. You need to go back through your Bible. And wash your brain uh, with some verses because it is just stupid. It is completely asinine. I don't like using language like this on the radio, but I'm sick of it. I am so sick of it. And what's so discouraging is how many people of faith continue to buy into this nonsense. As if Jesus isn't sufficient if you're a Christian like me. You know, we have Resurrection Sunday coming up here. And many of you that claim to be Christians and people of compassion that buy into this nonsense, it'll be a good because you are participating in a slave trade on our border. 
the American dream. They don't want these people to have the American dream. And honestly, it, 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 uh, it, it's, it's disheartening that we've gotten to a point where so many people in America are so foolish uh, to believe it. The left has done a great job of, of creating this, this constant struggle between the left and the right. Democrats are uh, the party of the KKK, for God's sakes. The party of Jim Crow. The part seriously, the party of Jim Crow has got the nerve to say that the party of Abraham Lincoln, the party that emancipated the slaves, we're the racist party. And then you got blacks that are willing to call people like myself conservative blacks that are consumed with freedom all types of names because they think we're the sellout. Give me a break. Give me a break. All right, we'll, we'll go to one more call before I get into the Georgia elections. I'm going to set the record straight on this nonsense. Um, and then then again, we'll get into Derek Chauvin. Okay, uh, Eric, I'll give you another try. We only have a, a 60 seconds, so you got to make it quick. Eric, are you on the line? Yes, sir, I'm back. Sorry about that. Uh, you're doing no problem. Go ahead. You got some Thank you. To play here. You're knocking out the park. Anyway. This, you know, the, the Matt Gates thing that's going on, it makes me, you know, kind of sick to my stomach. It just feels like it's, you know, another witch hunt from the left and they keep looking for stuff that, you know, isn't even there. I mean, I've been right. victim of false accusations myself. So, like, I feel for Matt Gates because, you know, he's a good looking, charismatic guy. He's doing good stuff on the right. Uh, he's charming. He's got that amazing hair. And the very thought that what? someone like him would Five seconds, be Eric. so low. I'll, I'll, I'll address this. I'll address this on the other side. I appreciate it, Eric. Thank you for calling in. This is Carl Jackson in for Dennis Prager. We'll be back in a few. The Dennis Prager Show. Small investors shamed Wall Street by running the price of certain stocks up to the detriment of the big hedge funds. Social media and trading platforms then kept investors from buying that stock. A financial war and a fight for control is being waged against Americans. With all of this volatility, it's never been more important to protect your net worth and own precious metals as part of your portfolio. Nick Rovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has always been fair and honest with my precious metals holdings. With over 40 years' experience and tens of thousands of satisfied clients, Nick will help you make informed decisions. Now, more than ever, it's a good time to own tangible assets like gold, silver, and platinum. AmFed can show you smart choices, which have been proven winners time and time again. Call Nick at 800-221-7694. 800-221-7694. That's 800-221-7694. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. This is Carl Jackson filling in for Dennis Prager. By the way, uh, if you're wondering where to find me, find me. you can go on uh, Facebook, Carl Jackson Radio, when I'm not suspended from there. CarlJacksonShow.com and catch some of my uh, latest articles. The latest thing that I wrote about is how uh, and uh, Asian Americans need to fear black thugs, uh, not white nationalists. And uh, and I will be getting into that later. I'll give you some stats. I, I don't know why the black community uh, is so afraid to address what's happening within our own community. Uh, that, that's why the issues in the black community that are endemic within the black community will never get better. Uh, unfortunately, like I, like I said, again, you got all the race baiters from Stacey Abrams to Benjamin Crump to, uh, uh, you know, Big Perm Al Sharpton to Jesse Jackson making making all of this money off of us. 
You, 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 it, it, it's so funny. So, so I get caught the, the sellout and, and honestly, I don't even care. I'm living to please Jesus. I'm not worried about you. So, uh, but, but quite frankly, it, it, it's just funny to me how I'll get called the sellout when you got these race baiters that constantly just try to keep the black people mad. Just that's, that's their goal. Keep black people mad. Keep black people mad. Why do we want to keep black people mad? Cause if we can keep black people mad, we can control them. We can use their emotions to control them. This, this trial that we're watching in Minnesota, Minneapolis, wherever it's occurring uh, with Derek Chauvin is a joke. Let me just go ahead and get it out of the way. It's an absolute joke. Um, but here's the thing. Derek Chauvin isn't going to walk. I don't think he's going to go free. He should walk, but he won't. Now, Carl, why do you say that? Oh, man, that's the ultimate sellout thing. No, no. It's because it's the difference between understanding the law and being manipulated by emotions. I didn't like what I saw. Uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't like the way Derek Chauvin handled that situation with George Floyd. Uh, but I got to say something else. I don't like the way George Floyd handled it. I don't like the way. See, if Derek Chauvin was smart, what he would have done is sued the pants off of Keith Ellison uh, in in uh, in Minnesota, who intentionally did not show the first half of the video. Let everyone brand him a racist before I uh, before I even got criminal charges. I would have went to try to sue the pants off of, off of Keith Ellison, but because he didn't make that jump, I think he's going down. Here's the here's here's the simple truth. More than likely, and we don't know for sure. This is this is the difference between getting all emotional about stuff uh, and and understanding the rule of law. I lo- it, we have to if we're going to be a civil society, if we're going to be a civil society, we have to understand the difference between the rule of law and the rule of man. The rule of man is arbitrary. Whatever people feel, that's what should happen. Oh my God! Oh my God! He just killed George Floyd right in front of us. Let me tell you something. I bought into that initially because I saw the first half of the video. I was right here in Orlando on our local station saying Derek Chauvin should be shot. Somebody should pop a cap in that. That's that's the way that I felt. And then I saw the the other video and I was like, what? And, and, and I started looking into it more. And then I found out that he had fentanyl in his system. Now, I got to tell you, um, for those of you that don't understand, I've, I, I, I've had a family member uh, that passed as a result of uh, fentanyl lace drugs. So I don't take it lightly and I'm not I don't want to minimize what's happening there. But when you have that in your system, you're going to die. You're going to die. George Floyd, had he not died on the street with Chauvin on his back, would have died elsewhere. But I believe he would have died that day because he had more than enough in his system. Now, another thing that you have to understand about this case, regardless of what you see, I understand it looks bad. What where Derek Chauvin messed up is there was just no wisdom. He didn't practice wisdom there. He didn't practice situational self-awareness. You got a crowd gathering. You understand everything that's happening in the media. The media is constantly trying to frame whites as racist and this and that. Look at what's going on with the Asian stuff, which I'll explain later. Constantly trying to frame whites as racist. You have to be situationally aware. He wasn't. He didn't exercise wisdom, but what he did do was exercise his training. If he didn't want George Floyd to wake up from excited delirium, and that's something that they practice in the Minneapolis Police Department, that word didn't get out. Unfortunately, I don't like them practicing that, 
but they allowed their officers to practice that. So thereby, he did nothing illegal. What we saw looked disgusting. I wouldn't recommend it, <laughs> okay? But if you're following the law, that's why if I were to ever get in trouble, Sean, I don't want a jury. Just give me a judge because people get too emotional. I'd rather be judged by the rule of law and not the rule of man. So I think what you're going to see in the Derek Chauvin trial is Derek Chauvin judged by the rule of man. He may be a horrible guy. I don't know. He may be a decent guy. I don't know. But what I do know is he didn't break the law that day. He exercised bad judgment and bad situational awareness. And because everyone uh, thinks white people are racist and the media framed it that way and Keith Ellison intentionally framed it that way and the mayor intentionally framed it that way so the heat wouldn't go to them for their bad policies in that democratically run city, they just made Derek Chauvin the scapegoat. All right, anyway, let's go back to the lines real quick and I promise I'll get into the Georgia elections. Uh, Let's go to Steve. Steve, you've got the mic. If you can make it quick, please. Steve, are you there? It's an honor to speak to you, Carl. Let me Thank just you. say that the current Democratic Party, as you eloquently mentioned, is currently the party of racism itself. We could see that, as you mentioned, what's happening at the border. You see, when it comes to the Democrat Party right now, if they don't show it on TV, the Democrats, it doesn't exist. But they'll pick it, they'll pick, cherry pick what they want to exist, like they'll make up about racism. I'm sick and tired, as you are, about identity politics. That's all they talk about. Blacks and how whites are bad and browns and every single color under the rainbow. When the Democrat Party has a whole bunch of anti-Semites in their own particular party, but they say nothing. They say nothing about Talib. They say nothing about Omar, who's an ingrate. These are disgusting people. Half of, them, half of America, as a matter of fact, voted for President Biden, or let's just call him Biden, because he's an empty suit. He's a nothing. People in the background are controlling him. Obama, as well as Susan Rice. Half of these I, people who voted for Obama in this nation are ignoramuses. Totally Steve, ignoramuses. Steve, thank you. Thank you for the call. The thank you for the call, Steve. I hear your passion. I completely understand. And I am in tune with you. This is Carl Jackson silly, uh, sitting in for the one and only Dennis Prager. We'll be back in a few. The Dennis Prager Show. The coronavirus has made financial markets unpredictable, and it has not been a smooth ride for mortgage rates. Andrew and Todd are here to help you manage market volatility and help get you into a better financial situation. Many major banks and lenders are pushing back on purchase loans and suspending refi applications entirely, but not Andrew and Todd at Sierra Pacific Mortgage. They are clocked in and working remotely, ready to advise you on what's best for your situation. The decline in rates is fueling a boom in refinancing. If you're considering a refi, new purchase, new purchase, cash out refi, or a reverse mortgage, don't wait on the sidelines. Rates are volatile, and there is no guarantee uh, that they will drop further. Go to andrewandtodd.com today. Let Andrew and Todd help you navigate these challenging times. Call Andrew and Todd at 888-1172. Again, that is 888-1172. Or go to andrewandtodd.com, and they'll take it from there. All right, so let me go ahead and get started on this this complete and utter lie uh, that the Georgia elections are like Jim Crow. I, I, I mean, this is... 
honestly, black people, you, we should be tired of these race baiters insulting our intelligence. Are we being told to sit at the back of a freaking bus? And we don't even ride buses anymore. Are we being told to sit in the back of restaurants? Are we being told to sit at separate water fountains or drink from separate water fountains? All of these, all of these, by the way, I call it the Dim Crow South, not the Jim Crow South, the Dim Crow South. These were segregation policies implemented by the Democrat Party. They want to lie to you and pretend as if there was some type of big switch that never occurred because that's how stupid they think we are. You know, these race baiters, uh, along with the left wing Democrats, I believe these people are sick. I believe I don't say this lightly. These people are evil. How would you sell out your own people? Try to fool your own people constantly. Lie about every situation. I understand. Listen, I view George Floyd a little differently in this way. I understand that that man had a family that loved him. So obviously they're going to feel differently. But here's the thing. And I wrote about this when Michael, when Michael Brown tried to kill that police officer because that's exactly what he did. Black thugs are not black heroes. Let's get over this crap. Black thugs are not black heroes. We have plenty of black heroes through American history in order to have to look to George Floyd's. I don't understand why we put people on pedestals like this. People on pedestals that have committed crimes. A man that has put a gun to the belly of a pregnant woman. Are you kidding me? This is a black hero. This is a black hero. I feel bad for his family, but let's not get it twisted. Black thugs are not black heroes. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio.